Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's time for the Ag Spotlight with Danica Hill of the Country News. I've done it again. You are not Danica Hill. You are Fiona Lloyd. I'm very sorry. We need to get rid of that out of the system because it's obviously just beyond my intellect to choose the right one. Sorry about that, Fiona. We are talking to Fiona Lloyd of the Country News and we do check in with the Country News at about this time every week because I've got a new edition out with all the rural news. And I see on the front page... They're you know, making waves about what is going to be happening with the Murray-Darling Basin Plan. Yeah, so I guess it's a rare edition of the country news that the plan doesn't get a mention in some shape or form. And um, ahead of um, all the water ministers from the Basin State meeting at the end of the month, um, former Shepparton um, MP Susanna Sheed and David McKenzie, who are both um, co-chairs of the Golden Murray Irrigation District Water Leadership Group, that's a mouthful, um, met with the Victorian Water Minister um, Harriet Shing last week on her invitation um, and by all accounts it was a, a useful meeting and the group just expressing concerns that um, they've flagged before. Um, how um, is the water going to be recovered by 2024? There's a lot of water to be recovered and concerns that, you know, Victoria has already um, done a lot of the heavy lifting and um, would just like a little bit of direction on, on how they're going to find that extra 450 gig. Always, com- always complex when we get, get talking about water, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so I'll leave that one there. On the front page, you've got orchardist Rocky Varapodio retiring from his business, I think, after about 40 years. That's right. So the Varapodio family is well known in the well, in, in the orchard sector, but also in the industry. A lot of people would have uh, known um, Rocky's dad, Santo. And, yes, so Rocky's stepping back after 40 years and his staff had a, uh, a bit of a farewell for him last Friday and Jeff went along and had a chat. And it's a lovely yarn and lots of faces in, in, in the pictures. And I think it's um, a, a sign of a good place to work that many of the workers there had been working with him for 30, 40 years. So uh, a nice uh, story there saying farewell to Rocky. I've also got a story about people being urged to seek help after the floods. This was actually something that I was talking to someone from council about in the previous hour. There is still help available if you're, if you're still doing some clean-up or if, if whatever you're doing is affected by the floods. Mm. Um, yeah, so this, this meeting was up at Katapna um, and organised by the Moira Shire and um, the, the people who attended heard from... He's a very well-known psychologist, Rob Gordon, um, who just provided tips and advice um, to either people have, who are still getting through the floods or friends of people who are recovering from the floods too. Um, he makes some good points about um, signs friends should watch out for when they're talking to people. And let's face it, it's four months on, but gee whiz, there's still a long way to go for a lot of people when it comes to to um, 
I guess, getting back on their feet, for want of a better word. And I must say, the photo that Jeff took at the meeting in the background behind the psychologist, Rob Gordon, you can see heaps of photos um, supplied of, um, of flood during the floods and after the floods. So, yeah, it's quite a powerful story. And there's quite a few more um, events being held across the Shires that were affected by the October-November floods. Speaking of effects of the floods, businesses and recreational users of Barma National Park are anxiously awaiting the reopening of this park since the floods still hasn't yeah. happened. No, um, some small sections of the park sort of along the north, uh, Murray River to the north east, um, some small sections are open, but some of the uh, more popular camping spots um, such as, you know, by Barma Lake, etc., they're still closed. Um, Park Victoria says this because of the damage caused to, to toilets, picnic um, spots, camping spots and ramps. Um, and the businesses are saying, yep, fair enough, but we'd really like some indication of an opening date um, because Easter, believe it or not, is coming up soon. I think we've got another long weekend in March as well. And they're all suffering um, from, you know, lack of numbers because people just can't camp there at the moment and they're saying, just give us a bit of an idea. Will we, will we be open by yeah. Easter? That is fair, a fair enough request to get an idea of what's happening. Yes. I mean, you know, I guess they just have to make sure all the roads are safe and any... There are a few buildings, I think. Yeah, and I suppose it's things like, you know, trees coming down across major tracks, you know, the entrance into Barma, the roads there can be rough anyway, but I imagine if it's been underwater for quite some time, they're in pretty bad shape. Um, so I guess it's balancing, you know, safety visitors with, um, you know, getting people back into those communities, which really depends on um, campers coming in for, you know, ice, drinks, a bit of food, you know, maybe a pub lunch, that sort of thing. That's right. So I see you've got a story on the growing popularity of craft brewing. Yes. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but there is a brewery up in Strathbogie and um, they uh, make a, they're really into the types of um, grain that they, they use in their beer, including um, maize. And yeah, this is a lovely uh, story from Andy Wilson about, it's a very small brewery, quite niche, um, but the couple, uh, David and Sandy Joyce, have been making beer for quite some time and I really did not realise there was a brewery up in the hill. They're, they are popping up everywhere. They are. There's a really sweet story in there about a, a woman's friendship with a cow who's passed away. Yes. So Annabelle the cow died at the age of 29 last year, which um, by all accounts is an extremely... Uh, Old age to die for a cow, they you know can live to 15 to maybe 20, but any cow that gets into the mid to late 20s, apparently it's really quite exceptional. But Annabelle was an exceptional cow um, and her owner, um, yeah, it's just a, a, a lovely tribute to the friendship between Kayla King and Annabelle the cow, who also was as, being, as well as being a good friend, was a, a, a good mum. I think she had how many calves? A lot of calves. Um, I see there's a picture of the cow at her wedding, which is pretty yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. It would have been very sad, I'm sure. I mean, you know, very. to have had it. I mean, you know, we, we all get very uptight about our cats and dogs that die when they're a lot younger than that. To, to have had a, a pet like that, well, I, I guess we can call it a pet, yeah. uh, for 29 years, that's pretty significant. Yeah, 
absolutely. So we always mention the recipes in mm-hmm. the country news. Today we've got uh, Mediterranean bean and pasta salad, warm chickpea rice and tuna salad and Mexican polenta cakes. Now they they tickle my fancy a bit. That's, that's a bit interesting. Mexican polenta cakes. Yes. And the good thing about all these recipes... Um, uh, that they're mostly made for things that most people will find in their um, fridge or pantry. And, yeah, the, the polenta cakes um, caught my eye too. So I'm, I'm just making sure that I was just reading through thinking, don't don't, don't put in meat, don't put in fish. No. No, there's uh, it's, well, obviously polenta, flour, parmesan cheese, eggs, kidney beans, chilies, mm-hmm. avocado. Yeah, I think that I think I'm, I'm going to put in an order for someone to cook that for me. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm sure I would. I would ruin it if I did it. But yeah, the, that that looks pretty yummy. And you've got some giveaways as well. And of course, you've got a big, big cropping and tillage section. Yes, as usual, cropping and tillage involves lots of machinery. Um, and record year for tractor sales. Pardon? Record year for tractor sales. Yeah, no surprises. You know, it was. Um, Another a bumpy year, I guess, until the floods came. And, um, yeah, new, new and new machinery is just uh, rolling out the door from most... Um, I guess demand would be outstripping supply at the moment. Yeah, definitely. And they are saying, you know, put your orders in, you know, if you need new machu- machinery, put it in sooner rather than later. Yep. So that was a big theme coming through. Okay. Well, you've brought us up to date with everything rural. Thank you very much, Fiona. Country news out today in the Shepparton News and all around the place in various papers. We better let you get on with the next issue. Okay, great. Thanks, Terry. We've been talking to Fiona Lloyd of the Country News. You're on 1FM Live and Local. It's 18 past eight. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. We're back. The Tangama Hotel is not just your everyday country pub. It's a Goulburn Valley institution. Established in 1891, the beautiful heritage-listed building is worth the visit alone. On the Silo Art Trail, the Tangama Hotel offers quality lunch and dinners, eat in or take away, as well as accommodation, including some brand new ensuite rooms. It's family and dog-friendly as well as offers catering for all functions, including weddings and parties. Open seven days for lunch and dinner. Why not organise a group and grab the courtesy bus? A Tungama Hotel, more than just a country pub. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter. And Craig Stott from, from 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 Station sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralizing value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. 
South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn-Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286 or find them on Facebook. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.